Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald. Thank you for listening to this PowerCat podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode of the PowerCat podcast by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast network. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a subscriber to GoPowerCat.com. We cover the Wildcats like no one else with our VIP customers enjoying one-of-a-kind coverage from our team of professional journalists. And sign up today for an annual subscription to GPC and grab a 30% discount on your first year. And now here's the PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's Tannehill and Spiller PowerCat podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios. Here are your hosts, former K-State tight end Travis Tannehill and former Wildcat safety Monte Spiller. Welcome to the Tannehill and Spiller podcast this week. Coming at you, had a weekend off or week off last week with the bye week for K-State. So excited to be back in the studio with my man, Monty Spiller. What's going on? After an exciting Saturday. Yeah, we got to win. Shoot. Talking to a couple guys before the game and a couple of the staff and the the attitude was, we need to win. We need to win bad. And that's kind of how they played. But before we jump into K-State... I always like to touch on a little high school football. How'd yeah. you guys do Friday? Hey, man, uh, you know, good news. We got a win. We uh, played play center. They came in uh, definitely a worthy opponent, and we came out with the victory, 54-14. Uh, to 14. Shout out to Coach Steven. Oh, that's a butt whooping. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good. To, I mean, it's one thing to beat crappy teams by 50-something to nothing but or 50-something to 10, but when you beat a good team, when yeah. you just lay it on a good team, that there's not – that's, that's a pretty good feeling. It definitely makes film on Sunday a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Playoffs coming up, sounds like. What, we got one more game of districts? One more game of districts, and then uh, you kind of figure out where you're going and, and who you play. So uh, we want to finish strong. You know, Don't take any team for granted and, and keep going and going into the playoffs. And a lot of times you get good teams who uh, get on a roll and surprise some people and some teams that have been dominating all year get upset. So I'm trying to keep the guys focused and, and keep them uh, – uh, understanding the eye on the prize and, and, and do the little things. So yeah, there's nothing better than uh, good old high school Kansas football. I know it's been shoot, what am I, 29? So it's been what 12 <laughs> years since I've played yeah. back in high school. But man, it's fun and obviously went through that playoff time, do or die, right? Win right. or go home, and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, last game for most of those seniors. So it's always an emotional, hard-fought battle once the uh, once the playoffs start. So best of luck to you. Appreciate Moving it. on, jumping into K State though. First off, were you at the game? I was. Awesome. I was. Same here. Beautiful weather. Man, we have been fortunate. Seriously. We yeah. have been super, like, not to complain. I was a hair hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I could use 
a little shade. Right. And uh, I'm not ever going to complain for a late October game to be a little warm. Could be uh, raining and 40 degrees, which would be miserable. So It is Kansas. Yes, it is. But, yeah, tailgating experience is great. That 130 kickoff, love that, uh, love that kickoff time. First of all, let, let's go – Pre-game, how were you feeling going into the game? Did you feel confident? Were you a little nervous? Did you feel like it was going to be a coin flip? What were you feeling? Yeah, a little bit nervous, not overly nervous, you know, but Gary Patterson, he's a proven coach in the Big 12. I think he's probably the longest tenured coach in the Big 12 currently, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know. I'm trying to think. I think he is. I could be wrong, but I think Him, he's Him, maybe Gundy, but. Yeah, and, and I think he pretty, might have Gundy out. He might, yeah. he might, but um, he's been at TCU for a while, and, and the guy, he's a defensive mastermind, and and they were coming off a loss as we were, so you know, desperate, they were desperate, yeah. and, and and they have talent, they have talent, but you know, I felt like we had the opportunity to win, but I wasn't overly sold on us winning yep. the way we played two weeks ago, but I was glad that we got the victory. Yeah, I think it's a good. Uh a good chance and good opportunity just to step back and kind of think, you know, Gary Patterson's been at TCU a long time and they've had some good years and they've had some average years. And, and it's just a, this coach Kleiman staff coming in inheriting a very average team, yeah. which a lot of times when coaching staffs comes in, you know, like the less miles down in Lawrence, I mean, he's inheriting a, Total rebuilding project Most where definitely. Coach Kleiman was able to come in and inherit a pretty average team. We're missing a couple guys, and um, you know we're missing some depth. We've seen some guys get hurt, which has really hurt us this year. But it's um, you know even a guy like Coach Patterson and who's had control of that program for for a long, long time. Even he's going to have his down years, yeah. and and we see them struggle. And so I just think it's a good uh, reminder as a fan base that like you know what we're new coach, you know. Four and two, right? We're doing all right. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Um, I was impressed with the way we stayed the course. You know, the, uh, first play of the game. My biggest concern, you know, being a secondary guy, a defensive guy. Uh, I normally don't watch the interior line, but initially I watched to see how our O line was going to respond. And sure enough, the first play, uh, TCU's defense just there. There's some grown men. Yeah, I think the big. Oh yeah, they had some dudes. <laughs> Golly, man. The Big 12 is just stacked with defensive linemen, and week in and week out, it's a new group coming in. And I know that our O-line is working hard, but they had their hands full. And I know Scholar understands what's going on, but uh, we did settle down a little bit. We were able to establish a little bit of a run game later in the game, um, and it opened up the passing game. But there was a time where we looked lost. Yeah, you, you go down the stat line here and, you know, excluding Skyler. James Gilbert averaging 2.7, Trotter averaging 2.3, everyone else is zero or negative. Yeah. I mean, and even Skyler averaging 6.8. What do you have? 10 carries on 90, 90 yards and about, well, I think 60 of those were on one yeah, carry. One run, so yeah, he'd yeah. be about nine for 30, uh, right. which I'm not too great that's, at math. That's, but that's, about, that's under three <laughs> yards per, per carry as well. So, yeah. yeah, this offensive line has probably been the biggest. I don't know if disappointment is the right word. That's a strong word. But uh, th- th- I thought that that was going to be one of our strong points. Yeah. And it's definitely shown up to be – I mean, it's definitely not an asset. It might be a neutral or, or maybe a slight liability. But and, – and it's hard to get – you know, you see Coach Kleiman and you hear Skyler and you hear all these guys talking in the locker room. You know, our guys are playing their tail off. And you look at them, and they are. Yeah. And so it's hard to get, like, 
super mad at them, but right. it's like we just got to figure out a way to execute better. They're playing hard. Yeah. And offensive line, I don't remember off the top of my head too many, if any, boneheaded, you know, false starts or holdings or anything too crazy. So they yeah. might have had one or two in there. Um, but it's not like they were shooting themselves in the foot no, no. Uh, from a penalty standpoint. So it's that offensive line's just got to find a way to – and, you know, that, that's a that's a senior-led – core there yeah, so yeah. it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint what exactly it is yeah and and hopefully they're they're living by that motto of you know getting a little better working together and um and two let's not let's not discredit the i mean new offensive scheme which oh, yeah. everyone oh, talks yeah. about the quarterback and the wider series let's not forget those new those run plays are brand new for this offensive oh, yeah. line so yeah. whenever you're trying to learn new offensive plays your brain thinks a little slower right. which means your body's a little slower so hopefully as we progress through the season that uh, you know that confidence, that execution that's that's really needed uh, from that offensive line will be there for, for the run game because you can't. I mean, you can't average even with Skyler in there. We average two point eight yards per carry. Yeah, I mean that's you're not going to win a lot of balls, no. but you're not going to win any or <laughs> other than against TCU. You're not going to win hardly any conference ball games rushing under three yards per carry. Exactly, you have to establish a run no matter. And the Big Twelve has a. Um, the reputation of being a pass-happy conference, which we do have prolific passes. We do have great receivers. we got a ton of speed and on every team. But we do have some great running backs. You know, the kid from Oklahoma State, um, Hubbard, he's a, he's a dude. He's a stud. And, you know, and and got a bunch of other guys that can run the ball. The kid from Baylor, he's a stud. So, and they established run. Puka Williams from KU, he's a great player. And it's one of those things where at K-State, we have been known uh, predominantly to be the – run first past second team in the Big 12 because our old line establishes the line of scrimmage. In the last couple of games, it's been a struggle. Yeah. And, and I'm with you. You know, I am I would never give up on our guys. Uh, I believe Purple just like you do. I just hope our guys bring it together. We got a tough task coming in uh, next week with Oklahoma. But, you know, it's new schemes, new terminology, new verbiage, uh, new plays. And it takes time. And, and the, the, the average fan, the untrained eye, doesn't recognize that. So we'll see. Yeah, and I, I just think the longer and longer this team goes and is unable to run the ball with from the running back position, I think they're going to have to start getting Skyler more involved in that run game. And, and we saw it this last game. I think, uh, how many, what do you have, 10 carries, which is, you know, Gilbert had 14, Skyler had 10. Yeah. So, you know, he's our number two rusher, um, you know, you know, only four carries behind Gilbert. So I think the more and more we go throughout this season, we're going to see Skyler getting more and more involved. But uh, what what do you think from uh from from TCU? We saw Max Duggan played a at quarterback there played a pretty decent game. I mean on that run, I'm sure we're going to see that on <laughs> Sports Center for uh for a relatively decent amount of time. Did we ever discuss did we talk about Dalton much? I, I don't it's recall. Just a little bit, not a whole lot. Yeah. You know, I, you know, Alex, great kid. I know him personally. Um, love him. I've, I've known him since he was a, a youngster in Hayes. My wife actually taught him at Hayes Middle School back in Western Kansas, and I wish the best for him. But uh, I see why Doug and is starting. The kid's a player, and uh, you know, he's one of those guys that has it. He reminds me a lot of Purdy from Iowa State. You know, not as polished as um, Purdy, but he he's an athlete. The guy can play, and and he's going to give a lot of teams fits uh, for the rest of the season. And and he's surrounded by a bunch of talent. You know, the regular kid, number one, he can fly. So I was impressed with him. I was happy that K State was able to contain him to a certain extent to limit the big runs. But like you said, that one run he had, I was in the stands 
with everybody else around me. Oh yeah, pulling the hair that I don't have out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were sitting in the north end zone and that play he was coming north yeah. and like we just i was like oh this is <laughs> this is uh this is embarrassing yeah but then we got to see skyler's run which was also coming north yes, yes. after the quarter flip and that one was a lot more fun to uh to, to, to watch as Most skyler fun. was running towards us exactly but yeah no overall i thought that tcu team um you know they, i think they got they got their guy in duggan i think he's yeah. you know he's young he'll be, he'll be around for uh he's a freshman he's right? yeah yeah i think he's a true freshman i think he's true freshman um yeah. Which is, yeah, I agree with you. I've I never played with with Alex, but um, everything I've heard, he's as classy of a guy as it right, comes. Right. He's a he's a great teammate. Work, you know, from the day, until the day he left, he was all purple. He was all K State. Right. He did everything he could to help this team win, which is all you can ever ask of a guy. Uh, and he made a he made a decision for himself, which we thought he which on paper made total sense. Let's go to TCU. Obviously, they were lacking a quarterback, um, right, right. and he would have a chance to start. As a at a, you know power five conference school, and and unfortunately you know he got beat out by by yeah. true freshmen. Yeah. So well, which I feel bad for the kid because yeah. but it, it unfortunately this is the the sport of big time football and, and there's no favorites and especially at the quarterback position. Yeah, yeah. the quarterback position you got to have the best guy. So yep, yeah. exactly. Well, we can uh, sneak peek at the Sooners. First off, did you see the Sooner? <laughs> The the sooner wagon tip well, over. I I did. I saw the original version of it, and 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 I was like, thank goodness nobody was seriously harmed. Yeah. I'm, I did laugh a little bit because it was, um, it happened, and, and the original version I saw was in slow motion, and you know social media people add so much to it, and um, there was one version I saw with the mu- music from Titanic, and it was <laughs> people are just cruel, but but I did see it. Thank goodness nobody was seriously injured, but uh, yeah, <laughs> what were your thoughts? Shoot, I was, I mean, I hated playing at OU. Like the stupid boomer sumer gets super annoying and obnoxious, right, and right. it's just annoying because like they're really good. So, yeah, yeah. Like it's not a jealousy thing, but it's just like man, I I'm tired of getting beat by OU. Right. Um. But yeah, like you said, glad no no one was hurt. Did you like? Did you see the Gus Johnson call of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Gus, you know, look at that roll. That's an ex- excellent roll. And yeah, Gus is uh, yeah, Gus great. is the best, the best in the business as far as I'm concerned. But I agree. so yeah, I'm glad no one was hurt. I know that's like second or third time that's ever happened. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like it's like really like who's. I know it's tradition, but it's like man, you think, you think they like, would find a different way or different something different? I don't know. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know. To me, that's like a very high risk thing going on. Yeah, at, yeah. you know, after after touchdowns or half times, whenever they do it. So right. it's uh, at the end of the day, glad no one was hurt. But exactly. OU, Jalen Hurts. <sighs> yep, coming to town. He's he's a dude, man. I say he's he's as good as advertised, if not better. I know. Um, you know, Texas has their moments with them when they were playing in the, in the Cotton Bowl, but um, right now that offense. Has yet to be be slowed down, you know. Yeah, that's, they're scary. They're and, scary. And, and this K State defense has struggled to slow people down, and yes. some very some offenses that were of lesser caliber than mm-hmm. they're going to see this Saturday. So, um, obviously, a, a tall task. I mean, I think this Oklahoma team. I, I think you know, as long as the season progresses, they beat Baylor, who's seven and zero now. Right. Um, and, you know they'll be favored th- throughout the rest of the season in, in conference play, and win the Big Twelve championship. I mean they are you know one of the top 
programs, which as long as they go undefeated, they usually, you know, unless there's eight undefeated teams or something crazy, uh, they're getting into that college football playoff. Right. And, I mean, they are legitimate. They have a legitimate chance to compete for a national championship. I think they have that caliber of team. Most definitely, yeah. Um, they, they have they have Lamb at receiver, who's unbelievable. I mean, they just got so many athletes, they, and they they are Oklahoma. They are, yeah. And they get <laughs> they get they pull those guys out of Texas, yes, and Oklahoma breeds breeds some ball players down there too. So, but I mean, my, here's my thing, you know, and and in case in point, last night um, or a couple nights ago, Texas and um, Kansas. Not many people gave Kansas a chance to go down to Austin and compete with Texas, and they were right there. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Had, yeah. And, and and I didn't get a chance to watch the game because I don't subscribe to the Longhorn Network. Yeah, I was a little irritated about that. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I was watching, like, I don't remember. Oh, I was watching the Penn State game, which was a blowout, but turned out to be a pretty good game. And I was like, man, I'd really love to, like, flip to this. KU Texas game, which I actually care about, but I don't subscribe to the Longhorn Network either. Right, so. and, and, I, and I never will subscribe to. Yeah, the no, I'm not giving them my money. So, but here's my thing: watching Oklahoma quite a bit, um, I'm st- I'm hesitant to, to jump on the defense. That they're better. Don't get me wrong; they're a lot better, but they still have some holes where if you come across the right team, you can uh, manipulate the D backs. They're getting better, but I'm still not sold that they are a complete team. Um, offense and defense. Are they good? Yeah, top five, most definitely. But there's an opportunity for some teams in our conference to exploit them, you yep. know, and, and I think that's going to be shown. Now, in this case, they have the ability to do it. If you ask me after watching uh, this past weekend's game, probably not. But if we can control the line of scrimmage early, um, keep their offense off the field and give ourselves a chance, you never know. Yeah, this is going to have to be one of those – one of those classic K-State games going back to the Coach Snyder era where K-State controls the ball. They have, like, zero yards of penalties, right. zero turnovers. Oklahoma throws, like, two picks yeah. and maybe a fumble inside their own inside the 10, so we have, like, eight yards to score a touchdown. And just one of those games where it's like, holy cows, Oklahoma won every single stat category. Oklahoma beat us basically except that you look up on the scoreboard and somehow k-state found a way to win and which going back to maybe your time right playing i mean did you ever what was we were, were you ever grossly an underdog no, and we, found a way to win fortunately my era we um it's, it's kind of ironic bob stoops was my position coach two of my years um before he left to go to florida but uh at the time K State, we didn't. I played in the Big Eight and the Big Twelve. I'm telling you how old I am. <laughs> but there were when we first started the Big Twelve, we played uh, every other year because we were North and they were South. Right, so we yeah. didn't play them every year. And I was fortunate enough to the two years I did play and we beat them. Um, Blake was the head coach one year um, when we beat him, and we beat him down there, and then we beat him here. So I never lost to Oklahoma, which is awesome as far as that. Shoot, I never – I don't think I beat him. So <laughs> so we never lost to him, but Bob Stoops and Mike and, and Jim Levin and Brent Venables, all those guys were on staff, and we had some pretty good defenses and pretty good offenses as well. So I was fortunate enough. Uh, we, they were down. We were up. Yep. So it was one of those things where I didn't experience uh, the dominance of Oklahoma. Don't get me wrong, growing up as a kid in Dallas and watching Texas and OU play, I knew what they were about in the history yep. of Oklahoma. But uh, when I got to K-State, we were up and they weren't. So I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. And I think this OU team, which is – I hate to compare them 
to an NFL team, but they kind of remind me of the Chiefs where yeah. they're, they're trying to outscore guys, and they're trying to outscore. And whenever you're trying to do that, you leave yourself susceptible to upsets, in my opinion. When you have the when you have that solid defense, right? I, I don't want to say it's easier to play defense, but like it's it's much. If you're good at defense, you're usually pretty good at defense week in and week out, no matter what. And where offense, if you know you can throw interceptions, you can fumble the ball. There's a lot more big negatives that can happen on right. the offensive side of the ball. And don't get me wrong, on defense you can miss tackle and the guy can run for 80 yards and and score on you in, in, in under a minute. But whenever you're an offense. And your mindset as a team is trying to outscore the opponent. You leave yourself open to getting upset by a few big turnovers. Right. And and that's what worries me about Oklahoma down the stretch. Yeah. Especially, you know, they've already played Texas. They beat them. Probably Baylor's maybe going to be their biggest test in big conference play. Tech always plays them tough. Yeah, Tech always plays them tough. Um, Okie State. Okie State's that's rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, yeah, rivalry game. Okay. That's always a coin flip. So, yeah. um, but – Going going through the gauntlet and then having to either probably play a Texas or a Baylor team again yeah. yep. for the Big 12 championship, that's what worries me about that OU team. That's a lot of opportunities yeah. for that Jalen Hurts offense to stall yeah. and put up 32 or 33 points instead of 43. Yeah. And now now you left the door open for, for a Texas team or a Baylor team or whoever to uh, you know to score mid, mid to high 30s and win a ball game. So exactly. that's what exactly. – I love the high flying offense that Lincoln's Lincoln's put together down there, but I don't know. Is it a champion? Is it a national championship quality team this year? We'll it's, see. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's early, but um, they should be in the discussion for sure. Oh yeah, they, totally. They definitely yeah, deserve better. to be there. But like, it's one of those things. If you look back at the most recent cha- national championships, you look at Clemson, uh, their defense stellar. You know, the oh, yeah. defense, they find a way. And people question their quarterback. He's a youngster. He makes a few mistakes, but the defense always shows up. And when it comes down to it, uh, you know, you got uh, pretty much a month to prepare for somebody. And <laughs> either you're good or you're not. So we'll see. But. Yeah, yeah. That, that defense for Clemson was solid. The defense for Alabama is always yep, yep. unbelievable. Um, and, yeah, even, you know, the big, ten, the big ten teams that are trying to get there, you know, the Ohio State, the Penn State, Penn State those yeah. types of teams, I mean, they got – they know yeah. it's important, especially yeah. the longer and longer, you know, down the stretch, Big Ten football, cold football, Big 12 football can be cold football. Yep. And so it's, you know, that, those defenses. And that's where, I don't know, I'd love, from a Big 12 standpoint, I would love OU to go in there yeah. and win the national championship, oh, yeah. especially for Jalen Hurts. That would oh, yeah. be, be super cool for him. That would be awesome. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's ever been a player who's won national championships on two separate teams. Yeah. That would be uh, and still- And you know that they're talking about, Oklahoma's going to, uh, for the trifecta for the Heisman because you had um, the kid at Cleveland. What's his name? I can't remember. Baker. Baker, and then you had um, the Kyler. Kyler, and they say Hurts is a Heisman yeah. candidate. Yeah. Now, so that would be back-to-back-to-back. That would yeah. be unheard of. We need them to win a national championship <laughs> so Lincoln will get out of the Big 12. He needs we to need to, him to go to the NFL. Exactly. Go so he's too good of a coach. <laughs> yes. No, no. No, I love, I love having good coaches and good quality football. Down here in the Big 12. It makes it interesting. It makes it fun. It does. Um, not to jump too far ahead, but KU the weekend after that. Yes. Um, you know, I'm ex- I'm, I normally don't get excited to go to Lawrence because we know what's going to happen. We're going to win. But knock on wood, I, I got a feeling it's going to be good weather. Hopefully our cats are 
coming off a huge upset victory. Shoot, <laughs> of, huge of, upset victory. Ho- hopefully, and we can. It's, it's a short drive from Manhattan to Lawrence, and you get to enjoy and see all the purple overtake Memorial Stadium. That's that's a great feeling. Yeah, I it, love it. And I, I saw it. some stuff. I saw some predictions. I mean, I I, I still think K State should be the favorite on paper or in Vegas. Right. Um, and I, I don't – I mean, personally, I think K-State's going to win. So. Right. Um, but K, K-State's going to be coming – let's just hypothetically pretend K-State coming off a loss against OU. Right. Um, if KU can find a way to beat Tech this weekend, I mean, that's – and we're on the road in Lawrence. I think this is going to be – and the, I think this is going to be the best chance KU has to win in a long time. And, yeah. and I mean, new coaching staff. Right. They got a new coaching staff. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, and, and it, you know these rivalry games. I mean, I always played outside my mind in rivalry right. games. They always play outside their minds in rivalry games. So rivalry games, you just throw everything out the window. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be exciting. I, I want that rivalry to be competitive. I mean, I want to win every single time. Right. But I want to win by, like, two scores or three scores, not five scores. <laughs> and so <laughs> I want it to be competitive for, like, the first quarter yeah, and a half. Least, yeah, yeah. And then – because, I mean, just beating them 55 to 7 is – It's, it's, it's it, fun, but it's not. I know. I want that rivalry to come back a little bit. Yeah. And I think this year might be – and last year was a, was a relatively close Ooh, ball game. So man, don't remind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, we barely snuck that one out. Yes, so we did. I think that – pendulum is swinging back to competitive football which is good for the state of kansas good for yeah. high school football yes and so i think that's i think it's going to be a competitive ball game i still think the cats will probably win yeah. by a touchdown or two um but it's i'm excited so before we get too far off track i know we're going to be moving forward here pretty soon um how excited were you to see malik Knowles on the field shoot yeah we didn't touch on him no man yeah which i've I didn't think he was going to suit no, up. No, no. I, I know. And this is just stuff I'm reading off Twitter, so don't – no one call me and tell me I got an inside track to the training room. But, I mean, I know he – we had hurt foot, and then we saw we saw him playing with a knee brace on. Yeah. And so – and then we heard – you know, basically had a pitch count is what kind of right. Coach Kleiman said after the ball game was, you know, we were just trying to almost save him for that second <laughs> half, which I'm like, yeah. man, you're not supposed to say that, Coach. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, no, no, you go play as hard as you can until you drop. Right, right. <laughs> but – you know, he's the type of special player where – and that offense did look way better when oh, he was out there. Like night and day. Yeah. I, I, they had an extra step, and the O-line looked a lot more confident. Scholar looked a lot more confident. And the thing about it, TCU couldn't go man across the board. They had to respect his speed yeah. and double up. So, yeah. Yeah. And before before we uh, we bring in our, our former player guest, I do want to pat myself on the back a little bit. So, the, the, the K-State pregame show – with me and Smoller and, uh, and Mr. Nick Leckie were on, were on this week. Right. Um, we, we always predict K-State victory <laughs> and score, and, you know, we always pick K-State to win. Although, I'm on it next week. I don't know how I'm supposed to pick K-State <laughs> to win next week, but I will. So, um, and then we get to pick the score. My score prediction was 24-16, to 16, okay. and the final score was 24-17. to 17. That's about the closest I have ever been to uh, to picking a correct sto- okay. correct correct score. So, so. when are, when are we getting our uh, tickets to Vegas? Because I'm going with you. Shoot, no, I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not a not a gambler and not a good gambler. Yeah. Even if I was a gambler, so. neither am I. Neither am I. So you tracked down the the player guest this week. Yeah. So who we got coming in after the break? Old teammate of mine. He was a senior when I was a young buck freshman back in '93. Um, 
Mr. Jamie Mendez. So we're going to bring in, uh, he's in the ring of honor, actually, uh, on the stadium, one of the K-State greats. So we're going to bring him in here shortly. Shoot, man, he was a, he was a player. Yeah, so he, yeah. I've talked to him a couple times. Looking forward to talking to him again here in just a minute. So we'll take a quick break, get him on the line, and we will be back in just a minute. The Tannehill and Spiller Powercat Podcast is sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. The Fridge is your source for all of your tailgate and party needs. The Powercat Podcast will be right back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast and now we return to the Tannehill and spiller power cat podcast sponsored by fridge wholesale liquor welcome back we got uh Mr. Jamie Mendez on the phone, Wildcat great. He's uh, First off, Jamie, thanks for joining us. Kind of give us the, the scoop. Where are you at? What's, uh, what's life up to nowadays? And where are you calling us from? Well, thanks for having me, guys. First of all, um, life is good. No complaints. Um, I am in, still in Los Angeles. Been out here, geez, for 23 years now. So a long time. Man. Um, yeah, man. You know, 96 was my last year playing. Right. And I've been here ever since. Um, came out here at the time working for Mr. Merrill, uh, cereal food processors. He used to be a big donor of the university. 
And once that jo- once I got out of that job, I never left. I just stayed. So I've been here ever since. So this is home. Yeah, so everything's good. You know, I've uh, got a seven-year-old son. I just sent off my 22-year-old adopted niece to graduate school. Okay. So we've got a little bit of an emptiness situation going on. And other than that, you know, just running my uh, – my academy and um, my um, other other credit card business. Just just trying to enjoy my life out here a little bit. Nice, nice. Dodging wild wildfires. I saw too. What wasn't that you the other day on Facebook giving us the wildfire yeah. report? Man, I was actually giving it to my neighbors. That's how close it was. It was <laughs> it was literally Travis. It was. I mean, it was up the street. It was that. Oh, it was yeah. that close. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. I mean, we were, so we were just kind of we were having some trouble communicating via the cell network because some of the towers had burned down and also um, social media is good for some things and that's one of the things we were able to do. You know, we were able yeah. to communicate that way. So it got pretty scary. We had a hairy couple of days here. Yeah. Well glad you're all right. Yeah, we were up in uh we were up in Napa over the summer and got to see the the devastation from all the wildfires and yeah, that's a we got tornadoes and floods around here. <laughs> you guys got those wildfires so Man. the wind but, Every part of the country has something, you know? Yep, so. exactly. Hey, if I'm remembering right, did you come talk to us? It would have been like 2009 probably at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Would you have come? Did you come down yep. to that? Okay. That, okay. I'm I did. sure I remember yep. that. I, I know you've talked to us a couple times in Manhattan uh, mm-hmm. when I was playing, and that was always uh, great to hear from you and, you know, see your name. See, having a guy talk to you whose name's up on the stadium, that's uh, – Dude, there's only what five, six, seven, eight of them up there. So that's uh, I don't remember you playing just because because uh, of age differences. But I, yeah, I, I've okay. heard the stories. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you were. You, were you even born then? You you probably were just a baby. You were. Yeah. I was born in I was born in ninety. So what? I would have been six. Yeah, you would have been a baby. Yeah, you'd have been a baby when we were playing. But I, I, no, I can tell you no, stories. <laughs> yeah, yes, Monty, you can tell us all the stories exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's always an honor to come back and, and speak to the team. You know, I haven't done it in a while, but I always enjoy it. Whenever they call, I usually I usually say yes. Well, Jamie, I know, I know, and a lot of people out there may or may not know, uh, you're originally from Youngstown, Ohio, and there's a, yep. uh, a lot of uh, tradition, a lot of great football players, coaches that caught in the Munoz program uh, in the area. Tell us a little bit about uh, where you came from and, you know, how you got to Manhattan, and, and obviously you're living in California now, but tell us a little bit about Ohio and, and your family and upbringing back there. Well, I, I, yeah, I grew up in Youngstown, Ohio, a real tough steel mill, you know, old Rust Belt type town, um, and huge football tradition. You know, the state of Ohio is like, you know, there's about about big five or six. You got what? Texas, Ohio, Georgia, Florida, Pennsylvania, California. You know, that the Georgia, those those states that are known to, with just just to have really really good high school football programs throughout. So uh, I grew up in. Youngstown, went to Cardinal Mooney, which is, you know, one of the powerhouses in the state. Right. So every year you're expected to not only win your conference title, but to get to the state championship. So, you know, the the, the pressure was always there. So, um, and uh, I enjoyed that. I always embraced that type of stuff. And, you know, I was I played under um, uh, Ron Stoops and Don Butchie. And I know the name Stoops is going to ring a bell to a lot of people. Um, so Ron Stoops was the father of Bob, Mike, 
Ron Stoops Jr. and Mark Stoops. Right. And so his dad, their dad was my high school coach, and I knew all of them growing up. Since I was in probably sixth grade, I started, I, I met them. Because one of the things you could do back when I played in the state of Ohio is if you were a Catholic school, you could recruit. Right. So they would recruit on the um, – uh, in the junior high and then throughout the Catholic leagues and stuff like that. So they recruited us at a, at a young age and, um, yeah, ended up there. And, and in fact, then it was, you know, there was no, you didn't have to, it was, you didn't have to hide it. There was nothing. It was like, yes, we, we're one of two Catholic schools in the city and we are recruiting all the best kids we can get to come to play at these schools. Right. So I got to know the Stoops family really well, you know, so when, um, that's really how I ended up at Kansas State. I mean, I, I love Coach Snyder. Uh, I, I consider him one of the top five or six uh, top male influences in my life. But if it wasn't for Bob Stoops, I would have never went to Kansas State University. Uh, so Bob was Bob was what got me there. First, second, third in line was all Bob. You know, um, so uh, I'm always thankful to him for that. But yeah, that's how I ended up at Kansas State, man. You know, uh, I had uh, like a lot of us back in those days. I was a tweener. You know, I wasn't really big enough to play a weak side linebacker position. Right. And they thought at the time that I might have been a little too slow to play <laughs> safety or corner, you know, all that type of stuff. Right. So the same thing that almost all of us heard when, when you end up at Kansas State. But I was lucky enough to get offers from schools. And at the end, uh, I was actually offered by Ohio State, which was my dream come true. I always wanted to go play for Ohio State, you know. So um, if you grow up in Ohio, it's like if you grow up in Texas, you want to go to Texas, Texas A&M, you know, so on and so forth. So I got that. And then right after that came, Bob comes in because he had just gotten the job at Kansas State. And he goes, listen, I know you you know, you know, were thinking of going to Ohio State, there are a couple other schools. He goes, but um, would you just do me a favor and come and check out Kansas State? <laughs> and at the time – well, you know, but the, the, the funny thing for me, guys, was I was very ignorant. I didn't know hardly anything about Kansas State because, right. you know, we're the, Ohio's Big Ten country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so, and the only schools you hear about from the, back then, the Big Eight, you only heard of Oklahoma, uh, Colorado, and Nebraska. Yeah. You didn't really hear. And then since Kansas State was the worst of the worst, I had no idea who they were <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> I, I didn't know they were the Wildcats. I didn't know anything. And, um, but, I, but I loved Bob, and I trusted him. You know, and I, and I admired him. So I was like, you know what? For you, Bob, I'll go. Right. So we went. When I got there, there nobody was even in school. I mean, it was it was winter break. The place was empty. Uh, I was there with a couple other guys from Youngstown. Who was I forget who was with me, uh, but a couple guys who didn't end up going there. But some other guys from Youngstown came on the trip with me, and we went. And I got to see a basketball game. Okay. And I met Coach Snyder, and all I saw was pictures. I mean, I think I told this part of this interview to a million people you know we he didn't sell us on anything that was there he's like look at these pictures this is what this is what the uniform is going to look like this is what the stadium is going to look like this is what the weight room is going to look like he goes don't pay attention to anything you see right now you know and here i am this really just dumb 17 year old at the time i was like sure i'll listen you know i was like why not um uh and I still, when I left, I was like, eh, you know, I, I like, I love Bob. I love, you know, and coach seemed really nice. But I, I was like, I'm not going to go to school there, you know. Uh, 
And then I found out how bad they were. I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to go. So, but I get home, you know, I got home a couple, and a couple of days after I got home, and my, my parents and I talked about it, and they go, my parents love Bob as well. They go, what do you think? I go, you know, I love Bob. <laughs> and he's telling me I could play right away, and da da da. I was like, but mom and dad, they're horrible. You know, the place, the stadium, our, our high school stadium is as nice as that thing, you know, and <laughs> we're going through all that type of stuff. But then, the next, lo and behold, a couple of days later, Bob comes to my house with Coach Snyder. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I think on Tuesday, I get home on Sunday or what have you, and on Tuesday or Wednesday, they're, they're in my home talking to my mom and dad. Wow, and and me, and just saying how you know we you will be one of the cornerstones of this program. You're you know you're good. You'll you'll play for four years if you go to Ohio State. You're going to sit for three. You're probably not going to start. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to redshirt. Then you're not going to play. Then you're going to play special teams. Then by the time you're a junior, you might be in rotation. Senior year, you might start. He goes, is, is that what you want, or do you want to play for four years? You know, so that really kind of resonated with me and my parents. Loved Coach Snyder when he came to the house, and they, oh, they always loved Bob. That was that was not a thing. And then they also one of the things they did, which was really slick on their part, they got Carl Polini oh. to go coach there. Carl Polini was my position coach at <laughs> Cardinal Mooney. Right. So he's my position coach, and like he's going to come GA for us. You know, so I was like, whoa. So they they bring Carl in, you know, and then, oh, and then we're going to get Mike Stoops to come in. You know, Mike. Mike's going to coach. And we got, you know, we got four or five other Youngstown guys ready to go. You know, all you guys are going to come in together. So you got this group of guys coming in. And then they brought Tim Beck in. Tim's now, the, the, the I believe, the office corner at Texas, right? That sounds right. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. Tim was a Cardinal Mooney guy, too, that I knew really, really well. So we're going to bring Tim in. You're going you're gonna to have a bunch of people that you know you're going to feel comfortable. At the end of the day, that's what sold me on it. Okay. I mean, Carl was talking to me. He's like, hey, it's basically you and me just going now, just going to college together, you know, and, right. and Bob's going to be there. And so so that was what that's what it took to get me there. That's how I ended up there. Well, it's, it's, safe, it's safe to say you made the right decision. And uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of K-State fans, and I'm assuming your family as well, and I know – me having the uh, opportunity to be your teammate, I learned a lot from you, uh, Mario, a couple other guys, you know, Kit, those guys that were older. Uh, I'm glad that you came, and I'm glad I was able to be a part of that that team in that secondary. So, well, well thank you, man. It was it was an honor, man. It was I wouldn't change anything for the world. You know, that was yeah. And one of the one of the ironic things is we were better than Ohio State my senior year. You know, we were what we were, what we were ranked twelve or thirteen or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we were ranked higher than them, so that was the best, the best part of it all, yep. you know. Um, and then just to have the brotherhood that we have with all the people that I play with, you know. I I don't speak to you all the time, but you call me today. You know, what's the first thing I say? I was like, "What's up, Armando?" You know, I'm exactly. like right off the bat, like my boy Armando calling me. Right. You know, it's like it's just family, man. And um, so uh, yeah, I love that place. You know, I try to get back as often as I can, but living out here is just not easy. I heard you know. So yeah, yeah, that brotherhood. Yeah, I, I, I know I had it with the guys we were with and kind of similar situation on, you know, we were bad when I showed up. Yeah. And by by the end of it, we were, you know, we were competing, almost made it to a national championship, which is still a little crazy. But it's uh, – Oh, yeah. But hey, real quick, do you, do you stay – is Bob ever going to get back into coaching? I mean, I know – the, the, from what the answers, the what we get is the the health issues, and which I yep. think is which is legit. I think, but as he, you know, you see the guys like 
you know, Urban Meyer, you know, they stood out for a few years and they they can't get rid of that itch. Yeah. Have you? Right. Uh, he's in the XFL now, right? Oh, he is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He is in yeah. the XFL. Yeah. So maybe he's scratching yeah. that down there. But man, I would, yeah, I, just, I would love to see Bob back in college football, especially the Big Twelve. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, I would and wouldn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the Big 12, anywhere but the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. One of the things that he and I try to do when we see each other is not talk about any of that stuff. I understand. Yeah, you know, we we talk about Youngstown. We talk about family. We talk about well, – we do talk about, the, you know, all the nonsense we did when we were there together. <laughs> you know, we, we laugh about all that type of stuff. Oh, but um, we, uh, yeah, we kind of stay away from those conversations. So um, um, honestly, Travis, I can't, I can't, I couldn't give you an answer, sir. Sorry yeah, yeah, about no, that. No, no, you're good. No, and I wasn't trying to trying to snoop. Yeah. I was just curious. I know that he's a heck of a ball coach, and college football is yeah. a better place with him in it. So I'd love to. Oh, I agree. But shoot, agree. maybe he can get this XFL off the ground. That'd be kind of fun too. Yep, that's what he's doing right now. You know, that's what the Dallas team, I believe. Yeah, he's yeah, that, that's hometown for me. So I was excited to see that. Uh, Oh, Coach Stoops was the head coach down there, so I'd definitely be cheering for him and uh, the Dallas yep. team. Real quick, Jamie, yep. before we let you go, so I, I'm, I'm assuming you got a chance to see the game this past weekend uh, yep. against TCU. Uh, what are your thoughts on the current team, the situation, and then the upcoming game, homecoming, with OU? What are your thoughts? Well, um, let's, I'll talk with the game first, you know, uh, coming up, the OU game. They, they – as much as I, you know, I want to say what's going to happen, we all know they they have a, a tough task ahead of them. You know, Oklahoma is one of the top teams in the country. Jalen Hurts is playing the way Jalen Hurts has always played. He's, you know, he's, he's in Heisman contention. That team is just really good from top to bottom. So if, if for Kansas State to win that game, they're going to have to play the best game they've played all year long, and Oklahoma's probably going to have to play one of the worst games they've played all year long. <laughs> that's, just, that's just being honest. You know, I, 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 at this point in time, so there have been plenty of times where we've beaten them and should have beaten them and so on and so forth, but, you know, Coach Kleiman's first year in the, in the program, I just think that's where we are right now. I would love to see them compete and play hard, you know, and uh, uh, and definitely just keep the game in hand and make a game of it. Look what Kansas did with Texas last week. I mean, anything's possible. We all know that. On any given Saturday, anybody could get anybody. So uh, I hold out that hope. But I know that if Oklahoma comes to play the way they play normally, you know, Kansas State's in for a tough day, I think. Yeah. Uh, that, that was our that yeah. was our analysis as well before we brought you <laughs> yeah. on was we need about right. uh, we need about two fumbles and three interceptions and uh, yeah you know I would love to give us the homer you know the homer thing and just oh yeah we're definitely going to win and so on and so forth you know I, I hey I hope they I really want them to win I'm going to watch the game you know I'm watching I'm going to have my purple and, and and silver on represent all day long right regardless of what happens. But um, you know that's that's how I look at that. As far as you know, what happened this past weekend and and the way the program's going, I I, I like what I see. You know, um, I know that change is always difficult, and change in the heartland is extremely difficult. You know, oh, yeah. uh, and you know people were so used to Coach Snyder and the way we've done things for almost three decades there. So embracing the new staff and the way they do things. I know it was difficult for some people. But I'll say this. When you watch them play, they really don't look that much different. I agree. You know, the, the, the concepts are very similar. 
other than the you know the getting under center a lot, the student the, the student body eye and those sorts of things that they're they're running. The idea of running the ball, the idea of playing really good um, special teams. All those things are still still staples. Did they did they succeed running the ball this last weekend? No, they didn't. But TCU's run defense is always really really good, mm-hmm. and you know Pat, uh, Coach Patterson is, is is a genius, and he knew that we don't have a lot of breakaway receivers at this time, and that Knowles was hurt. So he did what I what any coach would do. He stacked the box and said, "I dare you to beat me throwing the ball." <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, that was a good game plan on their part. But you know, Skyler stepped up. Yeah, uh, I thought he played great. Um, with what he had, I thought they made the plays when they needed to. So, you know, the team is coming around. I, I really like what I see throughout the program, and I think that as he gets more of his players in there, the type of players that he's looking for, and we can get some breakaway receivers and some um, explosive running backs in the program, I think they're going to be fine because I like the concept, and I love the defense. Marty, I know you feel me. That whole run, the way they stem all over the place, oh, yeah. the man coverage, love, the, love the movement. I mean that the Jones kid, the free safety. I mean he's at the line of scrimmage, yeah. And then you know right before the snap, he's bailing out. I'm jumping up and down, <laughs> screaming over here, using words, <laughs> using words that I can't use on this interview. But I'm so happy. I'm like this is what I'm talking it's about. Fun Movement. See. It's fun to watch. Yeah, you're moving, right. making a quarterback think at the last second. That that shell that we we we've been playing for the last decade <laughs> drove me absolutely insane. I'm, I'm, Every I'm, week I'm drove glad, me insane. I'm glad you feel the same way because I bit my tongue a couple of times, but no, I'm with you. It was tough to see. Yeah, yeah, confusing freshman quarterback, and then two. I just love the kind of the mentality on the defensive side of the ball. On, I mean, it's it was fourth down. They had to get a first down to keep the drive alive with whatever a minute left in the ball game. And K State brings pressure. Yeah. And, and we don't do yeah. that the last decade. And we, I think, I don't know if it was no. like a pass or something happened where it was a terrible throw. Yeah. And it's like, yep. we just put our corners on an island with, I think there still might have been one safety back. But I was like, that's, we don't make that play call. Yeah. And, and I, I, I love it. And, and it forced an error from a young quarterback. Yep. And, and at the end of the day, it won us the ball game. So yeah, I love the exactly. I love the defensive aggressiveness we're seeing. And then I agree with you on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, it's the same philosophy and it's the same get better every day, hard work. We're in this for the long haul. This isn't a get, you know, get rich quick scheme overnight, get good quick overnight scheme. I mean, it's going to take some time and to get his guys in there. So I love everything I'm saying just like you are, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that you got to give them a ton of credit. They're four and two, you know, in the big 12 conference and they're playing on offense in particular, really hamstrung. You know, they, oh, yeah. they, you're, you're in a new system. You're, you're you lost your two top receivers before the season even started. Then your 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 next explosive receiver has been hurt for half the season. That in and of itself is, and you're trying to run the ball, and everybody knows you're trying to run the ball, and they know, oh wait, you don't have any receivers, so we're going to put everybody in the box. And I don't mean any disrespect to the young men that are playing receiver for us. I mean they their pedigree isn't. They haven't shown, oh, yes, we've been here for a long time and we have a long resume. So the coaches on the other side are going to just, yeah, we're going to make you guys beat it. And I think players like McGill stood up, you know, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know number 13's name, but he made a huge catch yeah. in the game. You know, uh, I think yeah. Knowles, when he got in there and shown all those guys played their butts off, you know, and that's, and that's why we won the game. So my, my hats go off to them. But I just think the offense is going to be – Two three years from now is going to be really really fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. You know, as we get more of his type of people in there, and I think that if we can hold on to 
Scotty, because I got a funny feeling that guy's name is going to get hot the way that, with the style of defense that he's playing now in the yeah. Big 12. Oh, yeah. I think a couple years from now, you know, we might have to look for a replacement for him, but you would hope that they would continue the same type of system. I love that aggressive style. Marty, you remember we were always oh, yeah. <laughs> the only person that wasn't five yards off the ball was me. Yep, you know that, that everybody right. else was everybody else was on the line of scrimmage, and we were like, we dare you. Print, we print. dare you to throw the ball. Yeah, yep. and I love it. I love it. Good you know, point. you set the – they're setting the agenda and the and, and the, uh, the tempo, and that's what I like. Yep. Yeah, and, I'm a, and we'll let you go here, but I got one more question for you. Just uh, what, what do you think about the, the white helmets and the white pants? <laughs> you know, I, 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 at first I was like, oh, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I didn't <laughs> – I didn't – I liked it. I'm actually excited to see what things look like next year and the year after that. I am not the traditionalist that a lot of people would think, oh, we got to stay the way we, we were dressed. I love the idea of changing up. I think it looks cool, you know, and I think that excites the kids. I know that, you know, looking on social media all week before that game, it was all about the, 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 the white pants and the white helmet. Right. Um, so I'm really excited to see what the other combinations they come with in the next couple of years look like. Yeah, it was really weird. You know, we came this last game. We get back to the traditional silver and purple, right. and I was like, it almost made me appreciate it more. Yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of, yeah. I needed a change up to remind me how good our, our basics are. Yeah, and so yeah. Oh, our, yeah, our basic, you know, is cowboys. We look like yep. the cowboys. Yeah. I think it, it's it's a fantastic look. It's a clean look, you know. But in today's NCAA and today's Power Five, these kids want to see. The flashy, cool uniforms, you know, and I think that you do that three times a year, what have you. There you go. And the rest of the times, you're just you're locked into your um, what what are traditional uniforms, but you just have it so the kids can see it, and it looks. And you know what else? From my from my standpoint, when it comes to buying gear, you got other stuff to play with now. You know, we we don't so. Yeah, so I, I'm all for it. You yep. know, I know some guys, I, I, a lot of my friends are like, dude, that, that's sacrilegious. And I go, hey, man, you know what? <laughs> you know, I got my boys get, hitting me on text and DM and go, guys, we are old. Can we just let it go? <laughs> it's time for these young, let these young men uh, enjoy it and look different than we did. It's still the same school. Yep, exactly. It's still uh, still smash mouth Big Twelve football. So, well, exactly. Well, we appreciate you spending uh, spending a little uh, fifteen twenty minutes with us. Thank you very much. Um, until next time, go catch. You're allowed this weekend uh, going against OU. Thanks, Jamie. You got. It. I appreciate it, guys. All right, take care, bro. Take care. All right, my man. All Later, right. guys. Yes, Bye. sir. All righty. Any last words, Monty? Huh. Big week, homecoming. Um, it's going to be fun around here. I'm hoping the weather cooperates. You get all the festivities around town, the parade through Aggieville. And the thing about it, you know, 11 o'clock game. The last time we played an 11 o'clock game, I believe, was at Mississippi State on yep. the road, and we got a win. Yeah, that can sneak up on, yes. on good teams on the road, 11 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. yeah. That can uh, – games that are already a little – prone for the better team to be taking it for granted right that can almost uh compound that effect sometimes it's noon noon 12 30 before they wake up and <laughs> k-state's going up you know going into half 14 7 or something like that yeah yeah so but man jamie's a good dude i i, I, love, I don't know him, him very well I, him. i've you know he's spoken to me a few times and i was on the team but never uh shaking his hand once or twice but never yeah. really had a conversation with him so you were you can see why he was an inter, inter, integral part right of uh of turning that ship around i had no idea about 
about the Stoops yeah. history. Yeah, and, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, shoot, that takes a lot of courage and a lot of trust in a, in a high school football <laughs> coach to follow him down to can follow you, him down the middle of Kansas. Can you imagine it? Shoot, even when you were in high school, can you imagine a coach coming to your house, showing you a picture, saying, shoot, "Hey, no. this is what it could possibly look like." Yeah. You're like. Get out of my house, dude. Yeah, no, especially, I mean, he's getting recruited by Ohio State. I mean, I, I was know, a very seriously. average recruit. And yeah. I remember, yeah, isn't it crazy? Recruiting is just crazy. And we'll have to do some recruiting podcast right. in the off season. But, I mean, you know how your brain was when yeah. you were a 16, 17-year-old yeah. kid. I'm like, there's no way these kids should be allowed to no. make decisions on no. where they're going. Yeah. And it, it's a... You know, it's the grace of God that I ended up where I did and right. turned out great. It's amazing how many, you know, I had offers from other schools yeah. that... You know, especially, you know, KU, and, yeah. and it's like, shoot, I could have gone there and won one game my whole career, <laughs> or I came here and, Been you know, successful. got to, you know, yep. won a Big 12 championship and, and almost got to play for a national championship. And, and so and now you're hanging out with me. Shoot, I know. <laughs> and, and now, I know, now, you know, we both choose to live in Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, exactly, and, seriously. And uh, ended yeah. up here. I met my spouse here. And, right. And so, you know, it's it's crazy how such a little decision when you're 16 years old and, and you're probably not qualified to make that decision stems to lifelong friendships no, and great memories definitely. and uh, and a loyalty to the to the purple the purple people eaters Heck yeah. the Heck the yeah. power cats and so. that we will cherish with us for the rest of our lives so right. definitely well, until next week, hopefully in seven days we are discussing a, a, a national upset. Yes. One of the top upsets of the year in the country. Yes. Um, I'll be at the game cheering loud. I'll be there as well. So uh, hopefully we'll we'll need a big fourth down stand where I'll get to contribute. I love those there when I get go. to feel like I'm making there a difference. Go. There so you go. until next time, appreciate you guys listening. This is the Tannehill and Spiller podcast. We'll talk to you guys after OU. All right. You've been listening to the Tannehill and Spiller Power Cat Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Power Cat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. The hit Paramount Plus original docuseries returns. The last time I saw Max, he looked at us laughing, and then everything changed in a blink of an eye. My feeling as a detective is that he was murdered. Yahoo Entertainment calls it a spine-chilling docuseries, showcasing real-life tragedies. What if it was your child who went missing? We need to know the truth. Never seen again. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.